It's that time of the year again, Baker friends. Enrollment is now open for our flagship online e-course, Bakery Finance Essentials. I cannot wait to welcome a new round of students into the course this week. I know some folks have already signed up and I'm so excited to get started with you guys. If you own a bakery that struggles with profitability, making sales, or you're still struggling to pay yourself on a consistent basis, this course is for you. Bakery Finance Essentials is a comprehensive e-course that covers everything from menu pricing to bakery budgeting and revenue forecasting and more. This course also includes monthly live coaching, a private student community, and some really exciting bonus content that will help you streamline your kitchen operations and make more money with less overwhelm. Enrollment is open through Tuesday, June 11th for this round of the program. If you'd like to learn more or sign up, please visit bakerybusinessacademy.com slash course. That's bakerybusinessacademy.com slash course, C-O-U-R-S-E. All right, now let's get into today's episode. From Bakery Business Academy, welcome to the Kitchen Notes podcast a show for bakers and food entrepreneurs who want to build profitable bakery businesses that make an impact in their communities. We're your hosts, Meg and Molly Svek. Hey guys. Hi. Welcome back to another episode of Kitchen Notes. What are we talking about today? We are talking about our anniversary episode. Yes. This is our anniversary episode. When you guys listen to this, it will be the end of October, which is our seven-year store anniversary. We opened our shop in 2016, October of 2016, and we incorporated our business in December of 2013. So before we opened the store, some of you know we were a farmer's market-ish. Kind of cottage. Yeah. Business. Event-based business. So it's exciting. Yeah. Just about 10 years. That's crazy. I know. Um, I always... Like people always think when you ask like, oh, how long have you had your business? They're talking about the store. So yeah. That's kind of what I do. Right, right. But we were cranking a little bit before that too. Yeah. So when Molly and I were preparing for this episode, we were a little nervous because <laughs> Molly was like, I don't want this to come off as like a downer episode or like or sad in any way. Sad. I don't feel sad. I just feel... I feel like this year it has been such a hard year. Yeah. This past 2022, it's been a really hard year. We've, we've weathered a lot of storms. Right. And I don't feel sad. I wouldn't say I feel beat down. I just feel very focused and cautious. And mm-hmm. of course, I feel celebratory. I'm so proud of yeah. seven years. Like that's. It's kind of crazy. It's crazy. Most businesses, like when you look at the stats, most restaurant businesses don't make it to five years. Mm-hmm. So seven years is a, yeah, that's a good all. And I want to be real. I mean, like, that's how I feel. Like, I just yeah. feel, but we're celebrating this anniversary. Think about the climate that we're celebrating yeah. this anniversary. And a lot of our friends who own bakeries, restaurants, food businesses, are closing their businesses yeah, right now. Right. A lot of businesses closing down. It's really, 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 really hard <laughs> to operate a food yeah. business right now. So yes, we're celebrating seven years, but I think we're doing it 
in the context of an industry that is in crisis. Right. Basically. Right. So it's, you know, it's not, you know, not to We're feel like a rainy part, like yeah. right in on the parade, but it's, uh, you're, you're proud, but you're proud in the, in the context of the reality that you're right. living in right now. And it's not like we're making money like hand over time. Yeah, like we're just we're making it, and we're here, and we're paying your bills, and we're paying your. This employees. is basically going to be a break even year for us. Yeah, it's a this this is a hard year, right? And that's okay. Like I'm I'm okay with that. Like my kids' right. tuition is paid. I have my mortgage is paid. Everything everything. I'm in a place right now where I'm like everything is okay. I'm okay. Yeah, let's just keep going and keep getting up for work. Right. And and that's enough for me. And I also think for us, how we've run our business year over year with all the enthusiasm and mm-hmm. energy and excitement, that's all still there. But I do also think we've moved past that initial startup phase where you are running the business a lot on like sheer force of will and excitement, yeah. <laughs> which is what it takes to get a business started and open and through the first few really hard years. And now we're in a space where we're like eyes wide open. We know how to do what we're doing, know what the numbers need to look like. And we are like laser focused on making it through what's sort of a tough season. Right. Not just for our business, but for industry. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And as we like look back, you just think like, well, how much, I mean, you just looked at the number, like we've done how much in, about in sales over the past I mean, years, several million, which is crazy. Yeah. I mean, to wrap your mind around that, we're selling pies and cookies, and right? Like biscuits. And right. That's, that's a heck of a lot of, it's a lot of cookies. handmade stuff. I remember for like our, I think it was for our one or our two year anniversary. I made that poster. Yeah, remember it was I do. Like, over the past year, we've sold 1000 cookies and 800 pies. It was like so fun. It's kind of quaint to like look yes. back on it in that, like back on it in the numbers of how many That's cookies and pies you've sold. Right. That's what's fun about, about our business though, is because like, right. How many I birthday parties is that? How yeah. many, you know, at, after school celebrations is mm-hmm. that for little kids? How many, right. you know, first dates is that for? It's not lost on me ever like how many little smiles that is like how right. many little tiny people come into the shop and like they're right at eye level with the sprinkle cookies right back and like, oh, i still get a thrill from that right yeah every time i work the front counter and there's a little kid who orders a sprinkle cookie i i still every single time get a thrill and say like is this your sprinkle cookie yeah, are yeah. you gonna eat this and you know <laughs> like, the right. bag to the little kid right you know they're coming in for that sprinkle cookie they're like looking for it. Right. Just no, it like their little yeah. eyes are yeah. like peeking right, right. over. <laughs> yeah. So of course, like that feels quaint now after seeing everything we've been through, but like that is what keeps us going. Like all of those little smiles. Yeah. The good morning. Well, that's the whole reason yeah. you do it, right? You right. do it for the people. You do it for the connection. Right. And, I mean, you're not doing it so you can be like, on your Excel spreadsheet. Right. Like, exactly. Well, maybe yeah. sometimes, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like a good Excel spreadsheet. Oh my gosh. Exactly. Right. So yeah, it's, I, I don't even want to call it bittersweet. It's not bittersweet. It's just, it feels like it's seven years. It, we're, I, it's seven yeah. years. I feel like I'm just, I know what I've been through. I know what I'm looking at in the rear view mirror. <laughs> and I don't, I like it. When we started, I, I knew so little. Yeah. I knew how to bake. 
I didn't know how to run a business. And yeah. now it's like, I feel like I go in and I, I, I have my like 10 things laid out for me that I'm going to walk in and I'm just do, and I'm going to talk to so-and-so and I got to go fix this thing. And it's like, you've got your rhythm and you know, exactly yeah, you're on the run team. Yeah. And it kind of runs like a top. And um, yeah. I hope that in the next 10 years of owning our business, it runs even more smoothly. And my, I guess what I would hope, like what my goal is, is to just zero in on like what makes the most sense for my, for our business and like my family and how, how I want to be like with my own, like yeah. outside of work and how I want to be with my family. Yeah. That's kind oh, of a good yeah. segue, Molly, to be bringing up like your family and your life outside of work. I mm-hmm. think one of the things that we work with clients on a lot and our students who take our courses is building a business around your life mm-hmm. and like not the other way around. So building a business that works for your life and like you don't have to do everything. You don't have right. to, you don't have to say yes to everything. You don't have to do anything you don't want to do. Like you know what this business needs to be to work for your family and to work for you. And there's no reason to do it differently than that. Like, and of course, <laughs> there are things that you don't want to do. Like, of course, well, sure. no one wants to be like scrubbing the toilet. Right. Yeah. Like, you're doing <laughs> do things that you don't want to do, of course. But we mean when we say that, like, day in and day out, you hate your job. That's right. not what you're trying to do. You're, you want right. your business because you love it. And there, yeah. you know, it brings you joy. It fills your heart. And, yeah. Um, like, a good example of this is Dory and Katie, who own Chickadee Bake Shop. They were on the podcast, one of our first, very first episodes. You can go back and listen to it. It's an awesome episode. But they built a subscription-based bakery. And one of the reasons they did that is because they wanted to know that their stuff was sold and that it was going to sell. They didn't want to be sitting on like a full retail case of pastries, stressing about waste, stressing about, is the customer going to come in and buy this stuff? It just wasn't for them. Katie had owned, Katie and her partner had owned like a donut shop, I believe, mm-hmm. before. Yeah. And they knew that life. They did it for years. And they just decided, we don't want to do like a retail and storefront they, anymore. Yeah. So this is how we're going to build our business and it works for us. And they came into our shop a few, yeah, a few months did. ago. Yeah. Katie and her husband. And they were telling us a little bit about their donut shop and how yeah. they used to work crazy hours. Mm-hmm. And it used to be so hard and all this stuff that they yeah. kind of went through as they were building that and working through that. It sounds like they went through a lot of that too. Like, Absolutely. why are we doing this? This is crazy. And I think it like, make me happy. Right. Every small business owner probably has moments like that where you're like, what is going on with this? Why am I doing this? This doesn't make sense. I'm miserable. It's not right. going well. I'm not making any money. I got to cheat. That's how that's what we went through with wholesale. Like, yeah, we started getting into wholesale because people would be like, oh, I own a, I own a bar. Would you be willing to provide chocolate chip cookies? Or I own a coffee shop, coffee shop. Can you guys do daily pastries for pastry case? And at first we were really flattered. We were like, oh my gosh, I can sell so much stuff. Right. We could sell so much more. And we were super excited. We put a lot of our energy and time resources, money resources into growing the wholesale business. And then we had, we built it up to this bit. We had set lots of clients, like 30, 20, yeah, I don't know. I lots think of we had like 25 clients. clients. Yeah. And we were running stuff out to the suburbs. We were all over the city. It was, 
I would call it like successful, but it was very hard. I was burned out. I was, I like hated getting up to do the deliveries at four o'clock in the morning. Chasing people down to get paid. I hated chasing people down to get paid. I hated packing up the pastries and then like you'd be worrying something was going to like fly around the car and break or... You know, you'd get a call like, oh, two of my turnovers are broken. And you'd be processing this goofy refund or like running two more turnovers out. Like it just was not, the juice was not worth the squeeze for us, for our model. And I hated it. So when we like pulled the ripcord and said, oh my God, we don't have to do this anymore. This is our business. Right. Why are we doing something we don't want to do? So I'm off on a tangent now, but Molly, you brought up like making the business work for your family and just having it be something you really enjoy and that's part of your life, but it's not your whole life. Right. I think what matters to me is that it's manageable and it's dependable. Like I, in my own life, am like very frugal and I don't like need a lot of, I don't need anything real fancy. Like I pretty much just live within our means. I don't need this business to be like a massive moneymaker. I just want to make sure my bills are paid and, you know, have savings and a little bit of comfortable. But, you know, I think overall, like, I just want to make sure we're all taken care of and that it's yeah. like a worthwhile shop to be in the old propriety. Like I want it to be a meaningful space. Yeah. I love like every year when we get the little plaque with the softball players. Yeah. On it. Like that's the kind of thing that I'm like, that's why I keep doing this. Right. I love hanging up this little yeah, plaque as we buy their jerseys or whatever every we like sponsor yeah sponsor the softball team the little girls and every year they send the the plaque and i'm like this is why we do this right exactly because i i love participating in the community in this Mm -hmm. way i love those little smiles we had we started this summer we did like a story time on the patio Mm -hmm. every wednesday morning just sort wednesday mornings like our slow morning so we were kind of racking our brains like how could we drum up a little business we did this story time all summer and just watching the little kids eat their like tiny chocolate chip cookies and yeah. listen to a story, color. Co- color their little p- picture of the pie and hang it up. That or like the field trips we had. Yeah, we had oh my sure god, three schools come through this summer for a field trip to the, to this built milk kitchen. You'd show them the big mixer. They, and, like, they, oh, they love the walk-in freezer. They were like, it looks like a car wash. Yeah, just, <laughs> that's the kind of stuff that I wanted buy more space for and running our business in a way that lets us focus on the really happy parts and the mm-hmm. parts that fill us up with joy and doing less of the BS or like yeah, yeah. somehow, and we talked about this in another episode, like introducing automation and bringing people onto your team that let you run the business in a way that really works for you and lets you focus on the things that bring you joy yeah. and that make, make an impact yeah. and yeah, make you money. <laughs> right. I think that is my like word of the year for next year's focus. Focus is going to be right. Yeah. Word of the year. Less distractions. Mm-hmm. I'm also kind of motivated on this after we talked to, and I don't know if this episode will be out by the time it probably will. Connie Brown. Oh yeah. Um, oh, we interviewed Connie Brown last week who owns the Brown Cow Ice Cream Parlor in Forest Park, Illinois. She's a, a super nice woman, but she's also a super smart businesswoman. Mm-hmm. And I am really inspired by like some of the ways she's using automation and growing her team super intentionally. And just, she's been doing this a lot longer than we have. She opened her business in 2004, I think she said. Mm -hmm. So she's going on 20 years and the evolution of how she 
runs her shop now is an inspiration. Yeah. And how she said she had to be the CEO of her company. Mm -hmm. I think that was really like impactful the way that just mindset of like, yes, need to be the model for all these people and Mm -hmm. really like the HBIC. Okay. (laughs) And she is. She is. It's a big company doing a lot. It is a big company. She has a lot of different facets of her company. I find it's it's just super inspiring. Mm -hmm. So listen to that episode. So listen to that episode. Right. But I think what, yeah, Molly, what you're saying is totally on point. We're not in the phase of our business where you're just getting started. You're running on like super high energy, sheer kind of sheer force of will. Sometimes there's you're piecing it together. You're really excited about your new business. We're kind of past that phase. We're not yet in the like smooth sailing, all comfortable phase, but we are like, we've learned a lot. We're like, what's next? Where do we go from here? I'm in a more calm mindset, I would yeah. say, and that I can solve problems without full-on panic mode. <laughs> it. Um, I feel like I'm much more equipped to problem solve and like move through some of these like difficult days and have like a good solution for a lot of things. So that's really cool. I yeah. feel like I feel much more mature. As yeah, so I think we are much more yes. sure. I mean, yeah. we were in like our early to mid twenties when we opened the business. Mm-hmm. You were twenty six, mm-hmm. so I must have been a little bit older than that. Twenty seven, twenty eight. Must have been still over here. Still, Jesus. Anyway, so yeah, it's been, I mean, we are more mature. We're, we have children now. We're moms. We have a lot of irons in the fire, a lot more irons in the fire now than we did back then. It's not just like, you know, go do the bake off and then go have a glass of wine somewhere. We've got a lot, a lot more yeah. on our plate now. It's going to be an interesting next fall. I feel like we need a glass of champagne here and be like, oh, good job, Molly. Yeah. Seven years. Lunch up. Yeah. Lunch up. Maybe I'll make eggnog for so when you're in anniversary. Ooh, that'll be fun for eggnog. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> dessert on Halloween. <laughs> a little Halloween <laughs> eggnog. But <laughs> oh that's great. It'll be almost time. So yeah, I I don't know your your word in the year next year is focus. What's my word of the year? Profitability. Focus Ooh, on profitability. There you Honestly, go. 2022 was a year. I felt like it was sort of a year of recovery. 2020, obviously we had COVID. That was a real mind bender in terms of like, how are we going to make yeah. this work? Then 2021, we had the flood and we rebuilt our kitchen. Mm-hmm. And 2022, I was like, holy moly, let's just hold on through dear life. Didn't we have a, did I have a kid in 2021 too? Or was that? Yeah. I had a kid left. We year. both had kids. You had a kid too. Yeah, we so both had kids. We're <laughs> coming out of our fog here. <laughs> this year, I was just sort of like, I'm gonna... Just sail on through and just not do anything new this year. Right. So I don't feel like we're like, you know, and we, and despite that, we still accomplished a lot. Like Mm -hmm. we grew the team a ton. We rolled out the savory menu. We expanded the retail section an enormous amount. We hired and you trained me who revolutionized how we organize our kitchen and manager. You know, we brought on a GM. So now the administrative side of things has been revolutionized. And we need to uh, let these people that we've hired in these management roles really like flourish and yeah, do totally. what we've trained and hired them to do. 
so that we can grow or not grow, but like really build out these parts of our business that we haven't had time to really like focus as much attention on. Yeah. And that I think this coming year is like, I just really want to like zero in on this yeah. um, stuff that we've been hoping is, you know, right. invest some real time in. We've done a lot of work this year to rebuild the foundation after mm-hmm. it was sort of like rattled by yeah. a couple of crazy years. And I do think our foundation right now is strong. Mm-hmm. Even though money is tight, like cash flow is tight, we are not going to operate at a loss this year. We will likely have a modest profit posted. Very modest. Or break or break even. Right. If, I'm, I'm being real. Honestly, yeah. I would be happy to break even this year because it was a very hard year. Mm-hmm. Turnover, we, we got we railed by turnover right. this year. And you spend a lot of money when there's that much turnover because you're having to train new people and you're doubled up on staffing for the training. It's just really hard. So that was tough. Inflation was tough. Rising costs of ingredients. So operating at a break even or a modest profit, I'm happy with that. Right. Like if we post a five percent profit this year, I'm gonna be like breaking out the deck here and yet. Like I'm gonna be like, yeah. I feel like this year it's just been one thing after another. And it's almost like a crystal ball. Meg and I were just talking right before we started recording this about the railway strike. So it's like yeah. crystal well, ball. by the time this airs here, yeah. You guys will all know what happened with that. What happens. But, but I'm like, should I buy you know, a couple thousand pounds of flour to kind of try and like buffer the buffer the the railway closure if that happens. So there's just like, like what planet is this that we right? have to be worrying about this stuff? You hear right. about this railway strike and you're like, oh no, what now? Like, remember <laughs> when that ship got stuck in the Suez Canal? Part of our oven was on that ship, right? Or on a ship that was like blocked by so that. So much. Ship. I think the thing about this what? year, there's what? so much that I can't control or that I can't even like anticipate that like when something weird like this happens, I'm like, how do I just keep my shit together and keep making pie? I just don't want to get messed up. Please don't mess me up. I just want to make a key life pie. Yeah. So, you know, we're, we're figuring it out. Yeah. We're keeping it light. We were trying to like pep ourselves up to do this anniversary episode. And finally we were like, you know what? Just keep it real. There's good, there's good stuff that happened. There's really hard stuff that happened. The point is, we're still here. We still want to be here. Yeah. We aren't totally burned out by this. Right. I still wake up every day and, well, you know, most days. I feel very excited to go to work. I love our team. Our product is off the charts good. I had a slice of caramel apple cider pie the other day and holy Moses. I had a slice of breakfast. Today, oh, I was like, yeah, it was very good. It's very good. It still brings me so much joy. Right. And yeah, it's a damn good slice good. of pie. It's a damn good slice of pie. So happy anniversary, Mel. Happy anniversary. You haven't killed each other <laughs> yet. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Maybe for the time of this episode here. <laughs> never, never. Uh, and it's Halloween weekend when this Ooh. is going to be airing. So happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. I hope everybody has fun. Be safe. You want to? Okay, Molly. So before we wrap up this episode, I want to ask you what has been your favorite memory from the bakery over the last seven years? Oh boy. Or maybe just a good memory. Maybe not your favorite. I love, love, love Christmas at the shop. There is like nothing better when it's snowing outside. 
you're inside, the windows are foggy. There's like hot coffee brewing. The pies are coming out of the oven. Like the pies are coming out of the oven. They're bubbling. They're hot. The smell of like an apple pie. And you look outside and it's like so cold and windy and snowy. And you just are yeah. like, oh, the best feeling. That, nice. that is what I love about the shop. Mm-hmm. The, the seeing like pie on the counter. Steaming. steaming. Yeah. That's a good one. It's magic. Yeah. That's a good one. I'm trying to think what my favorite thing would be. I I do I do like when you made that gingerbread house at the holidays, the giant gingerbread house. I gotta do another one. I loved when you did the guess the watermelon. Oh my gosh, I love watermelon. Mm-hmm. But then we didn't have a way to weigh the watermelon. <laughs> I think we had to cut it. We had to cut it up in little pieces mm-hmm. and bite it. That was a funny we gotta guess the size of the pumpkin. We did guess the size of the giant pumpkin. All these like harebrained ideas. There was the year that for Christmas I made that big thing of eggnog and everybody was grossed out. So I was drinking all the eggnog. <laughs> I love salad. eggnog. Me too. I was just talking yeah. to Hannah about that this morning. We got to make some more eggnog. All um, the little things. It's the little things. It's like those little moments with your team or when you're working hard in the shop. And mm-hmm. it's just fun. It's right. just really fun. Yeah. And really, what a crazy fun job. Right. You work at a bakery. Mm-hmm. Like, lucky us. So happy anniversary. You too, Meg. Good job. We did it. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next time. All right. Have a great weekend. Thanks for listening to this episode of Kitchen Notes. We hope you enjoyed it. Please be sure to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcasting platform so that you can listen in again next week. And if you appreciated the show, jump over to iTunes and give us a rating or review. It really helps make it possible for us to continue sharing helpful bakery content with you all. And for more information about starting and running a profitable bakery business, visit bakerybusinessacademy.com. Talk to you next week.